Hello everyone and welcome to uh, another edition of RD Audio. My name is Sam Byers, I'm a researcher developer within the researcher development team. I focus mainly on training life science postgraduates because life science is my background. Um, but today I'm joined with Lucy who is from Careers and I will let Lucy introduce herself to you. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Lucy and I'm one of the careers advisors here in the Cambridge Careers Service. Um, I predominantly work with students from life sciences, but also those who are interested in careers in the arts and heritage sectors as well. Um, so I do see a really broad range of students all the way from undergraduates through to those who've done PhDs and moved on from the university as well. So lots of experience in a variety of areas. Fantastic. So the main top, the main theme for um, today's RD audio session is looking at um, careers, um, alternative career options, perhaps if you're thinking about perhaps moving away from um, ac academia, um, how to overcome challenges so that you can actually go into the role that you're um, interested in going to and also just a little bit about just reassuring you that um, a, P, uh, a PhD is never um, perhaps never as straightforward as you perhaps might think when you first start a PhD and how um, perhaps certain experiences during your PhD may influence what you your future career direction and how um, how you can use that to um, get the job of your dreams. Okay, so we'll start off by um, looking at how we go about exploring alternative career options. Yeah, of course. So I think um, for PhD students, there's a real variety of times when people start to explore different career options. So for some, they come into their PhD with quite open minds and start thinking about what they might do. Um, others are really focused on the task at hand with their PhD and then they kind of start to worry about the alternatives or their career options later on. Um, and others tend to come to kind of exploring career options, perhaps when they've come into their PhD, they've experienced a few challenges and they're perhaps starting to think that perhaps academia isn't what they expected and they start to think, well, what else is out there? Um, and I think when you when you're starting to think about other options um it can be really daunting i think because there can be so many possibilities and it's hard to know to know where to start really um so i think the best place to start really is to scan the horizon um and see what's out there and even if doing that horizon scanning reaffirms your initial career aspirations about perhaps going into academia or doing something else, um, at least you're making an informed decision. So it can be good to start looking at what's out there, even if you've got a bit of an idea of where you're heading, just to confirm that's definitely right for you. Super dupes. That's great advice, Lucy. Thank you very much. And I suppose um, another thing following on from that is people um, may um, kind of struggle to know where to start. Horizon, um, scanning the horizon is a, is a great piece of it, um, a great piece of advice, but that's still quite an overwhelming um, thing to think about because that horizon is is still it is still quite large. And one thing that might be 
good to start you off on this journey of finding what it what your ideal career is going to be you know post post phd is perhaps to think about creating a, um, a bucket cv um, listing all of the experiences that you've that you've got um, this is something that i did that was really useful Actually, my bucket CV ended up being about nine pages, listing all of the experiences that I'd had uh, gained during my PhD and also my postdoc uh, post years. It didn't look very pretty, I have to admit that. It was mainly it was mainly bullet points, so don't worry about it if you're going to be using this as a technique to start your um, career search off. It's just for some, just for your eyes only, but list, but list all of the experiences, perhaps papers, conferences that you've been to and presented. Um, perhaps you've been um, awarded best poster prize. Perhaps you've got travel grants. All those types of things that you've um, that you've gained. Also technical experience as well. So what research methodologies um, have you have you gained? during your PhD, it might be that you um, can, you're efficient at doing um, a, a PCR reaction, for example, or it may be that you're really um, efficient at um, establishing databases because part of your PhD was putting together a data, a database. All of those types of skills, again, put them in that, in that um, bucket CV. And this will help you then to just think about what skills you've got and how they perhaps fit some of the um, career choices that you might be thinking of and that will allow you to perhaps identify areas that you might need to brush up on in terms in terms of skills training yeah absolutely i always say when it comes to exploring the career your career options the best place to start is um looking at all the data you have about you and your experiences so far um, so that's where the bucket cv is really helpful because you get all of that information out of your head and onto a piece of paper and you can start start looking at it and another tip is to actually think about what you liked and disliked about different experiences on your on your bucket cv as well um, which of those variables you might like to take forward in your future career which ones you never want again um, and it will give you a few criteria to start considering different options against so you know what you kind of like what gets you going and which things actually you find quite demotivating and difficult and then you know what you are and aren't looking for in your next steps. Brilliant I know what one thing for me when I was writing that um, that down was um, Excel spreadsheets which is kind of why I'm not a researcher anymore because I dislike Excel <laughs> spreadsheets so there we go that's why I'm in the position I am now. Brilliant. Um, I suppose the other thing to highlight um, is uh, the careers sector A to Z um, web page um, that you, yourself Lucy and your, your colleagues have, have, have put together. Um, how, how do people go about exploring that, that facility on your web page? Yeah, so under our resource library, there's a section called Career Sectors A to Z, which gives a really good um, introduction to different career sectors. So some general information um, that just tells you a little bit about it, but also will link you to lots of resources to find out more. Um, and part of that will also include things like recordings of the panels and events that we've done within the career service or in conjunction 
um, with other people in the university as well to help you explore those different careers. Um, but also there's a few other resources um, that are available through the university. So in careers, we use the Handshake platform where people have profiles on there and you can see what others have been doing or have done. And we've also got our GradLink database as well, where you can see what Cambridge alumni at all different stages in their careers have gone off to do. And you can search specifically for those who've done a PhD. Um, but also tap in... Um, if you're a bit later on post PhD into some of the stuff that's available from the postdoc academy as well because they're often hosting lots of different events panels and particularly if you're interested in academia there's lots of support there for for moving forward in your career um, and Sam I understand they've got a mentoring program as well Yes, they do. So all of the information regarding to um, the the mentoring scheme um, can be found at the, on the postdoc academy web uh, web page within um, if you go into the Cambridge um, web page and search postdoc academy um, all of the information that's there to support postdocs on their um, their career pathway um, at Cambridge is is there and they're a lovely team as well which are more than happy to help with 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 any questions that you might have about um, what it is to to postdoc particularly during uh, particularly at the moment as well what what does it mean to to be a postdoc and how do you hit the ground running and make your postdoc years um, as successful as they they can be? Yeah. I suppose the other thing that we might need to think about, as well as um, the 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 career, uh, the the different types of careers that that are available, um, is perhaps that additional um, skills training that you um, may need to do in order to just demonstrate that you have the skills that the that your future employer may want and there are an awful lot of resources available to you here at Cambridge so we've got LinkedIn Learning um, which you can access by um, using your Raven account so there is a specific University of Cambridge hub to LinkedIn Learning um, and as as we progress throughout the the new year more providers will have their own little hub within within that hub so a hub within a hub um, <laughs> with things that are recommended for that particular department. So careers, for example, will have um, have a section, research development have a section, um, and postdoc academy, um, as well as um, PPD as well. Um, but this is a really good uh, resource for you to perhaps just have a, a look at how to develop some of those skills that perhaps you just need to, um, to explore in order to um, demonstrate that you're um, that you have the skills for the job that you're looking for. The good thing about LinkedIn Learning is that they're bite-sized chunk videos, so they last no more than two or three minutes. So you can perhaps do them in between an experiment or while you're having a lunch or in between, in between meetings. Um, and so they can be done either used either on their own or they can um, become part of a pathway as well. And there's more information on how to use LinkedIn Learning effectively on LinkedIn Learning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great. And I think you may also find that um, within the university, not only are there lots of opportunities to build your skills, um, but there's lots of opportunities to learn a bit more about different career options and work out whether it might be a good option for you as well. So in, rather than doing something quite big and time consuming, that's a big commitment to working out if something's right for you. Um, you might get involved in things like iTeams, um, the Cambridge Consulting Network. There's things like Blue Sci and Varsity if you're interested in moving into kind of communication related work. 
Um, there's the Polygia student think tank and things like CUSPI and CSAP if you're interested in policy. Um, so there's a whole variety um, things like iTeams as well, um, where you can go and just test out what you like doing and just see whether you like some of those options that are outside of your lab or your research in your department. Um, and that can be a really good way of not only building your skills if you think it is something you want to do, but giving it a road test in a low commitment kind of a way alongside your PhD to just see whether it does suit you, whether you like it and whether that's something you could see yourself doing in the longer, longer term too. Fantastic. And that's the one, the, the, the great thing um, about being a PhD student in Cambridge is that there are all these um, opportunities for you to for you to dip into um, and, 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 and give it a go um, if you don't like it. You you haven't lost you haven't lost an awful lot of, of time in in the grand in the grand scheme of things um, you know and and that's going to help you to come to a more informed choice about what it is in terms of a career you you want to go into I suppose there's one thing that we do need to mention is we do appreciate I certainly do having done a PhD there are not enough hours in the day and we're sitting here and we're saying to you you need to be thinking about your career and your skills development and I'm sure you're thinking but when am I gonna fit this in as well um it 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 is it, it is perhaps this is an overwhelming audio for you to be um for you to be listening to um we, that's not our intention at all um and like we said like I said PhD is a busy time but just trying to find a little bit of time even if it's just 10 minutes um perhaps once perhaps even just once a week to begin with so perhaps a Wednesday afternoon um just to have a little bit of time just to reflect and um time to explore different career um directions that that, that 10 minutes a week to begin with perhaps and then perhaps you might you might build up um, will help you to gain a more clearer picture of what it is you want to um, achieve once you've finished your PhD. Yeah absolutely and I think if you're feeling quite daunted about where to start and you've kind of pulled together a bucket CV but you're not sure what to do with it or you're not sure what kind, where to explore or where to find the information that's a good time to book in um, with the career service to to talk about where your thinking is at and what stage you're at and then we can help prompt you to to create an action plan that's manageable for you um, and very tailored to what you're interested in so we will kind of listen to your needs take those into account and try and work out a way forward that helps to make this more manageable for you because it, it can be a big task but little and often um, can be a good way of breaking it down as well I agree. <laughs> Brilliant. And also don't forget the research and development team are here for you as well. So perhaps it may be that you go for a, um, a careers one to one first and that helps you to work out the area that you want to go into. Um, and then you're thinking about your skills development. We're here as well to to support you, to listen to you um, and help develop a personalised um, professional development plan that fits into your busy timetable so that when you do finish your PhD, you're you're in the best position that you can be to get that that job of your dreams. <laughs> yeah, and I think just to add to that, once you've got a bit of a plan in place, it can help you to move from that wide exploration to slowly but surely narrow things down. So then you've got a bit more of a focus as well. So it's not always a really quick process and you learn more things as you go along. Um, 
so don't worry if it feels quite daunting at the beginning um you know once you've got a bit of a plan and you know who to contact for support that can make it a lot more manageable and help you move through those stages as you go along as well fantastic well i hope that everybody's found this audio interesting um, and useful um, if you want to get in touch with myself, um, please feel free to drop me a line. My email is sb2251 at cam.ac.uk. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with the career service, you can do that via um, Handshake. So sign up to Handshake um, and you can get in touch with us at the inquiries at cam.ac.uk and our um that should be inquiries at careers.cam.ac.uk um, and our information team will be able to direct you to helpful resources or um, advise you on on booking an appointment and which type of appointment might work for you. Brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Lucy, for taking the time to talk with me um, today. Uh, we wish you all the very best and we look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Yeah, good luck with your career exploration and your PhDs and hopefully we'll see you in the career service.